Hi, I'm Linda, a motion coach and hypnotherapist who also loves a good sunrise yoga class, listening to the belly laughs of my baby boys, and hunting down the best vegan donuts. This podcast is for ambitious and high-performing women who want to feel fulfilled in all areas of their life. I'm here to give you practical tips and mindset shifts that will help you to put your self-love skills into action. Welcome. Welcome, welcome back to the Self-Love Skills Podcast. Today, I am actually so pleased uh, to be joined by Cassandra Trevello. She is my first guest on this podcast, which is very exciting. Um, And I was so excited to have her on today. She has uh, a lot to share with you all about um, self-love and how it connects to so many of the decisions and the fears that we hold as women. So let me tell you just a little bit about Cassandra, and then we will jump right into this uh, juicy conversation. So Cassandra is an enchantment coach and embodiment facilitator, and she focuses on helping women to feel more empowered to express their most present, embodied, and authentic selves. She helps them to reconnect with their bodies, reignite their passions, and rewire their thoughts, feelings, and their energy. As an entrepreneur for almost a decade, she brings her experience as an agent of change to help others step into the life they have always dreamed of, using the tools and practice that have transformed her own relationship to self. She specializes in leading with the wisdom of the body from her somatic studies in the art of presence and soul-based healing with Tao Healing Hands. Cassandra, so excited to have you on today. Oh, thank you so much, Linda. It's a pleasure. Yeah. You know, um, it was such a pleasure meeting you. I know that, um, you know, our listeners probably already know by now, but there's going to be a summit coming up in Mm -hmm. October, a special online event where a lot of us women are coming together to really focus on helping women reclaim their joy and doing that through all facets of life, whether it's health, relationships, self-love, finances. Um, And so just in meeting you, I just felt like there was this really great synergy with what we Mm -hmm. both feel so strongly about when it comes to helping women to feel free and embodied and alive. Um, And so I I really was excited to have you on for this longer conversation today. Um, So Cassandra, you know, and thinking about this conversation, one thing I really wanted you to, to share about and speak on is about the fears that women hold when it comes to having an enchanted life or being enchanting themselves. I feel like this is something that doesn't get discussed enough and it can really create some sort of like a self-sabotage pattern when it comes to showing up right in life in this way or being seen in this way. And if we don't understand it, then we can't really do anything about it. I'm curious what you've seen or experienced when it comes to those underlying fears that we might not be completely aware of. Yeah, I love this question. I love to get to the root of it because this really is what blocks a lot of women and moving forward and the things that they say they want in life. And that's where our enchantment lies when we can really start to move towards the life that we so desire in our hearts. And so what I I would say, the first thing that comes to mind, and I'm going to break it down a little bit based on what enchantment means to me. So the first one is being able to transform fear into possibility, 
and expansion and this sense of wonder. And what I see a lot for women is this fear of actually even declaring the things that they want because they're afraid that, oh, well, if I say it either, I'm going to have to really start to move towards it or I'm afraid it just, like, I don't actually believe that it's true. So declaring it doesn't really even do a lot for them because there there's just mm-hmm. an underlying fear of like, I can't have that or I don't believe that it's true or I'm not worthy of it. So there's a lot of like self-worth with that. Um, that blocks them from even stepping into that possibility. Yeah, yeah. And then so, so there's the, yeah, sorry, but you, you just, I want to grab that, that yeah, you said the yeah. self, the self worth, mm-hmm. right? So there's the fear of like, could that even happen for me? Mm-hmm. But then even underneath that, it's like the beliefs that you hold about yourself getting yeah. in the way of what you desire. Totally. Like not even being able to have it as a tangible thing, right? It's kind of almost like, <laughs> too enchanted I would say like magic (laughs) right it's it's just it's not something that can actually be believable um so the fear of like oh I can't I can't even have that and it's funny I was speaking to a client yesterday about this where I was catching her and saying certain things and I'm like you don't even believe that's true do you and and so you know, it's, it's so interesting, the things we say that we want. And yet it's like, we, we say it. And there's literally such a disconnect from the body towards like how it's it's so up here in the mind that there's no, there's like, it's such a disconnect with that actually being something that can manifest in our lives, because it's, not embodied at all and so Mm. then that's kind of the next step of embodiment where i focus a lot of my practice with my clients on how to be in the body because a lot of the things that are happening can get too stuck in reliving the past or worrying about the future or just like these loops that we're constantly in. And then so there's the believability part and the worthiness, but then the embodiment piece is also like, oh my God, if I'm saying that I want this enchantment, this enchanted life, or that this deep desire in my heart is what I would call enchantment, right? For a woman. Mm-hmm. And now moving towards that, I need to put myself out there. I need to step towards it. I need to be seen. And there's a lot of fear around being seen. Yes. And I think that fear sort of goes more with the embodiment piece because as we continue to step towards the things we say we want, we need to do that through the experience of our lives, which is in an embodied state. I mean, it can still be there yeah. a bit disconnected, but you're gonna you're gonna start to be very much be seen if you're moving towards the things you say that you want in this lifetime. So so yeah, there's a deep 
I know like these are all things that I've also struggled with myself. And then I see it again and again with my clients. But yeah, being seen is scary for a lot of women, including myself. Um, yes. But actually, I, I spoke about this on my Instagram this week as well, that like discerning the type of fear in our bodies yeah. um, because fear can be our friends and it's really about befriending fear and moving towards the fear or moving with the fear. So yes. is the fear of like, is it just that you're afraid to step into that vulnerability of being seen or is it that this is like telling you it's a no? So there's a difference in the discernment of what's arising inside of you. And then that's kind of another layer altogether of is this a yes or is this a no to move towards, right? Um, right. Yeah. So right. I know there's a lot there that I just shared. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love it. Um, you know, I, I do want to go back to that piece of what you said, it's so important. I just want to highlight it all over again, that, mm -hmm. you know, we have fears of being seen that block us from the kind of stepping into that visibility that actually is required if we want to, you know, realize and receive some of those goals that we have for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I think about things, I know for me, this certainly was true, but even uh, romantic desires, right? Desires for intimate mm. connection. And there were multiple reasons why I felt fear in my body around, you know, really connecting on that level and really embracing that vulnerability like you're talking about. Mm. At the same time, I desired that connection. I desired that life partner. And so I really had to work through those layers of, being seen in that way so intimately um, in order to finally connect with that person who was my person, right? Mm. But that it took years. Mm -hmm. And and frankly, I think if I had known more about subconscious work earlier in life, it probably wouldn't have needed to take years. But <laughs> I'm also grateful for the journey. But I, I just think about how you, you do have to at some point make peace with allowing yourself to be seen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, totally. And I think I love that you gave the example of relationship um, and I'll speak to, you know, maybe women who want to move towards their dreams of running their own business or being entrepreneurs or yes. um, whatever type of job that they have desired, you know, or the, or career. Um, and that's kind of where the, the talk I, I went live on my Instagram and where the seed sprouted for that was just around last week I did a corporate event and I was so nervous, right? <laughs> like I had so much fear arising before I did and gave that experience, but everything leading up to it, there was fear, there was anxiety until I got to the moment of doing it where it just felt like, wow, okay, this feels so right. But it's yes. like, had I let the fear, the anxiety take over and stop me or keep me stuck or stay in my head about it, I could have found a million and one excuses to, you know, maybe 
drop the ball or not actually move towards it because it meant I was going to be seen. And it meant that I was stepping up in a bigger way in my career and in the things that I've been wanting. Um, So that's where I think, first of all, there's, and what I heard you say too, it's like you embraced fear. You, you said, even though I, I'm feeling all this vulnerability and this discomfort, I'm going to keep moving towards it. And then you were able to find partnership. And I know now you have a family, right? And beautiful family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like moving with the discomfort or moving through it. And I think that like, it's so funny because like, that's another fear is I think women, (laughs) women are afraid to be with the discomfort because it's almost too painful sometimes to sit with, to be with, to say, oh my goodness, like this is here and I don't know how to move forward with it. I don't know Mm -hmm. how to be okay with just feeling this. And I'm used to, let's say, numbing or running from it. And that was me for a long time. Like I was just chasing this feel good feeling but that's not Mm. self-love right Mm. that's that's the opposite of it that's i i mean it's total disconnection it's total self-abandonment and self and the more that we self-abandon instead of choose self-love to stay with all of the things that are there, we're going to keep seeing that in our work, in our external life. If we can't be present with what's occurring inside of us, how are we going to find partners that aren't going to abandon us? Right. right. How are we going to find right. relationships with friends or career opportunities that aren't just going to abandon us? If we can't even be with ourselves and not right, self-abandon. Right. So it's like right. self-love over self-abandon. Whoa, this, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, I'm taking so many notes as you're talking because it's just so good. Um, and I encourage, you know, folks who are listening, if you're not driving or doing something else where where you need your hands somewhere else, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe take some notes for yourself. But, um, you know, it's, it's so tricky when it comes to self abandonment, because it's Mm -hmm. such a trigger response. It's such a automated response in our systems. When we haven't learned like what you're talking about to recognize the difference between a no whether it's a no, never, or no, not right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, I'm just, I, I have some unresolved fears about this thing that I right. haven't addressed yet. Right. So once we address those fears, then then I will feel comfortable moving forward. Um, right. I, I think the example that you used of that, that corporate experience that you put together, you know, for those who were in your audience just recently, um, you know, I went through my own hypnosis work around why I had fears related to being successful, mm. right? And it just seemed silly. Like, you know, I, I want to be successful. There's lots of reasons for it. I want to 
receive good for myself, do good for my family, do good for lots of other people and in the world. So why would I be afraid of being successful? And Mm. it wasn't until I addressed and really went in on like where that discomfort was coming from in my body, where it was coming Mm. from in my past, what the beliefs were that I uncovered that um, one of the big pieces was around a fear of um, a loved one being resentful of me or, mm. or uh, having hatred towards me if, if I had further success. Right. Wow. And, and I, and I never, I, I just had never kind of been able to pinpoint it. Right. But then all of a sudden sitting with that discomfort, like you're talking about that we can't just keep running away from bad feelings. That's mm-hmm. not self-love. Um, sitting with that discomfort is what enabled me to like go all the way there. Cause it was deep. It was like way in the past yeah. and it was hard. Yeah. But once it was identified and I did that subconscious work, it actually resolved really quickly. Okay. Self-love beauties. I have a special announcement to make. I have an event coming up this October, the 2nd through the 27th. It's called the Joy Reclaimed Summit, and it is a gathering for women just like you who are looking to experience breakthroughs with physical health, emotional health, relational health, what have you. And I've handpicked 25 exceptional women to speak directly to you and share their stories of how they've achieved their own breakthroughs and been able to reclaim their joy. So definitely come be a part of this uh, gathering. You can find it at joyreclaimedsummit.com and the information will also be in the show notes. And a bonus, there's going to be giveaways each week. If you join in with the Facebook group for the event, you will have opportunities to win some really nice prizes, including some one-on-one sessions with myself and some of my other speaker coaches. And that will help you to get to your breakthrough even faster. All right. So I look forward to seeing you there. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I, I, there is so much power in what you're saying to be able to find a way to sit with it and in a way that doesn't just harm ourselves. We're not trying to encourage people to emotionally harm themselves, but, um, but we don't, we don't want them to miss out either. Totally. I, I love that example you gave and, and it's so powerful in, the more we practice being with it, how quickly it can resolve and how quickly it can be transformed. And uh, I had a similar experience recently where, you know, and, and it's speaking to a friend about it too, the other day, I'm Mm -hmm. like, this is the journey of entrepreneurship where there's so many ups and downs. And so I was really sitting in confusion, this kind of like familiar feeling that, Mm -hmm. I don't think I really like would have gone as deep into as I did this time and mm-hmm. just being with it and witnessing it and acknowledging it and crying about it. Oh my God. I felt like a new person the next morning. And it was just so interesting to be like, I've been here so many times before and I've never moved through it this quickly because I think yeah. I would always be like, oh my God, like still clinging to like needing to know the answers when I just said, oh, I'm just going to be with you, confusion. I'm just going to sit with you. I'm just going to allow to not know. And I don't know all the answers right now. And I don't always have the clarity of my path, but all I know is I'm going to keep showing up and I'm going to 
that's all I know. And the path is going to continue to unfold. And that wisdom became so clear when I leaned into the feeling. And it was just this like really empowering place that I was able to come to. And that's the beauty of it is that when we lean into it, it transforms. There's so much Mm -hmm. insight, just like the insight you received. And we get more information when we lean into it versus numbing it, running, you know, wanting to feel better. So grabbing the drink or grabbing whatever it is that we do to distract. And I'm human. I grab my phone at times too and like grab the (laughs) things. but, But I think that there's always an opportunity to just say like, hey, I see you. I feel you. I'm here with you. And being with that allows for it to, it's like, it's just so interesting that it's a practice and like a muscle to build. And the more that we build that muscle, Mm -hmm. that's the self-love, right? That's the, there's so much opportunity there for that depth of connection with who we are and for, for, more of what we really want in this life to keep unfolding and um, the answers to keep showing up the more that we go towards it. Right, right. You know, you, you mentioned this idea of continuing to take the next step on the path, mm. even when you don't have all the clarity about where it's going to lead um, what's going to happen next. And um, that's huge, right? Because yeah. the what you highlighted earlier about how as women, we can really be afraid of stepping into possibility, imagining, you know, the best case scenario that it's, it's can create fear because it, what if it doesn't happen? Mm. What if it doesn't go that way? Or, or I just, maybe it, it can, but I don't even know what the steps are between where I am today and how to get to that place that I want to be tomorrow. Right. There's, there's so much that's kind of scary there when you're, when you're doing it, especially for the first time or really even the 20th time, like, you know, you already talked about, but. Yeah. But what's interesting is that like, as you said it, what just popped into my mind was this, this, I watched some of these video this morning and it was, a reel on Instagram about like, well, what if it's actually better than you could have ever imagined? Yeah. And what if, you know, we can't know the end because the end is actually something so much better than mm-hmm. we possibly perceive for ourselves right now. And like yeah. that is enchantment, right? When, when yeah. like, we can lean into the mystery of life and surrender to not knowing and just staying committed to what we feel in our hearts. I'm committed to showing up and I'm committed to every day holding my desires in my heart and taking action from that place. And that's all I can know. I don't know what's going to happen in six months or a year, but I can trust that in my heart, if I'm showing up from this place that 
things will continue to unfold for me in the highest good. And, and that can also be really exciting. Right. And, and, and like when we can really step into that place of holding that, holding that desire versus falling into fear, but fear Mm -hmm. can come with us, but not letting it take over and hijack and, be the driver Mm -hmm. then yeah there's so much there for us to receive (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. you know you're you're the way you're phrasing it just immediately made me think about like being in that childlike mindset Mm. um in yoga they would call it beginner's mind being in a beginner's mind state um, but it's just allowing, just not exerting so much control over the process yes, or the outcome, right? And just exploring, being curious about what is and having fun with it. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's so playful. It's a much more playful energy <laughs> totally. to be there and to let yourself receive, right? Yeah. That's enchanting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. yeah. The more you talk, the more I'm like, ah, it is what enchantment means. Yes. Mm. Yeah. That magic. Yeah. That this, delight. The delight. The delight. And the delight and the wonder of like, yeah. oh, I wonder what it can be like. Yeah. Versus the I don't know what it's like. The I don't know from a fear-based place or... Yeah the assumptive mind already making a conclusion about what it's going to be like how -hmm. can you stay in the wonder and surrender everything Mm. you know Mm. yeah yeah (laughs) like it feels expansive doesn't it (laughs) it does yeah Mm. it feels and it kind of goes back to what you were saying before about like oh is it too enchanted is it is it too magical (laughs) i I wonder like how Mm. do we make this grabbable like how can someone pick this up and start like messing with it with their hands Mm. and feel like they can approach this idea of coming into more of an enchant enchanted life where where would someone who was like beginner beginner like where would they start yeah that's a great question i mean i would encourage that the grounded part is the embodiment piece right so it's not so like oh I wonder, I wonder, but like there's a, there's a sense that we need to expand the mind, right? That's the mind piece. However, can you feel that in your body as well? Like, can you allow yourself to be in a place where you can, like I call this the creation ritual, where you can mm-hmm. spend a few minutes in your morning actually feeling what you want and being in a space where you can just allow yourself to embody that desire. And and then the tangible piece is like, I'm not just going to sit here every day and meditate, but I'm going to take the steps to move towards it. That's the action grounded piece. Like we're not just being in magic all day and woo woo, like we need to take necessary steps towards the things we say we want. Otherwise 
you are just in this fantasy world where nothing right. is actually tangible in this lifetime for you. Right, right. So the feeling of part, the mind part of I wonder, you know, letting yourself dream about it, letting yourself feel about it, and then what are what is the one thing that I can do today to move me closer to this desire that I have? And actually taking action on it. Yes. And that's kind of yes. where I help people, you know, work with mm. the mind, the body, aligning everything so that we're moving through the fears, but we're really getting you clear on like, what is that heart's desire? Not from what I am afraid of or not what I feel like I should do yeah. because of all the people outside of me, but like, what do you really want? And then how can I help you take the steps in creating that in your life for yourself? Making yeah. it really real. Making it really real. Yeah. Taking action. Taking action. Not just staying in the fantasy, like you said. Yeah. And having some support, because I think it is a scary process to move towards mm -hmm. our deepest dreams and desires. And actually, as I'm saying this now, there's another fear that's popping in when I just think about like the beginning of my journey a year and a half ago there was imposter syndrome like crazy. And I hear that from mm -hmm. a lot of people just starting new journeys. You know, who am I? Yeah. What are people going to think of me? How am I really going to help people? Right. But the action piece is what gives us clarity because I yeah. have conversations with one person and then I have a coaching session with somebody else and it builds belief. I'm like, Oh, I actually am helping people. Oh, people are validating me and saying that I'm good at this. Okay. Yeah. So I continue to build belief. So the important part here is action because yeah. action gives us clarity on A, what we want and what we don't want or and, sorry, and it continues mm -hmm. to build belief for ourselves mm -hmm. um, in saying, yeah. oh, okay, like this is where I continue to can continue to work on refining my skills, but this actually feels really good in my body and I really enjoy this. And like that yeah. is important, right? We get feedback from life every time we move forward. We don't get any feedback the more we just stay in our head about it. <laughs> right. Yes. I think a lot of people think a lot of things and then don't take action and then they stay in these desires for a long time that either never come true or yeah they're 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 just I guess it's like a form of staying stuck right like analysis paralysis where you're just thinking about the worst case scenario and letting fear take over and then playing mm -hmm. small the the like fear of stepping in it's easier to just stay in that mm -hmm. comfort zone of I'm gonna I'm going to have all these ideas within me, but I'm never going to move towards them and take action. Um, so yeah, talk is cheap if you don't take action. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think all of us can identify yeah. somebody in our lives that we know that says a lot of things that they want, but never really shows up in the action piece. So 
Enchantment is about moving you towards your deepest desires and letting them manifest in your life. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And the way that you're putting this um, just offers so much clarity because I think the, the buzzword of manifestation has really created a lot of confusion. I feel like over the last Mm. five to 10 years, right? Because right. It's just, it seems like it's all woo. It's all staying in the feeling and Mm. experiencing it and fantasizing about it. And you're saying like, okay, talk is cheap. Like we, we use the feeling to fuel us into a place that's courageous, that's brave again, at our own pace, because everyone's pace is so different. Um, but that enables you to then take that next step on the path so that you can actually experience this thing for real. Yeah. Oh, I love the way you put all that. I got chills in my body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true because the two need to go together to be like the perfect yeah. equation. And yeah. it is but what you said there was so important was that the feeling fuels us because the yes. feeling, the desire is such an important piece here. That's why it is important to do the little rituals in the morning and do the feeling part because the feeling is what actually ignites the energy and the life force within us. Without that, yes. the, the action piece is just flat. Like there's no energy right. to even move it, to even take the action. So that part right. is really important for fueling us and knowing like, what is even lighting me up right now? And that's the yeah. signal that we're giving out to life. So it's an important piece of the manifestation part, but yeah, we get so much more information when we actually take the action. And yeah, the action doesn't need to be a crazy big action. It can be one little tiny step. Like maybe Mm -hmm. it's making one phone call to a friend to get more information about something. Maybe it's making a post on social media. Maybe it's doing research, you know, like it doesn't need to be this big thing, but it's setting some time aside to line up the action piece towards that dream and desire you may have that may be a vision in the future. But what's like the next logical step for what you need and want to do? And then taking that will again, give you feedback and information like, does this, like, how does this feel taking this action, Mm -hmm. right? You're, you're checking in with the feelings and the desire all along the way to see like, does this line up? Because I also know people who have the feeling start to take action and then they're like, oh, this actually isn't what I want. I thought this is what I wanted. Then I took action and it was like very clear that this isn't the path for me. So great. Now there's clarity that that isn't actually what you want and there's potentially something else for you that needs to be desired. Ah, <laughs> needs to yeah. come from the heart, right? So the action piece, yeah, yeah. helps to clarify everything. Right, mm-hmm. right. 
And I think the way that you just described that also can give a lot more of a, a gentle perspective on failing fast and failing forward. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And of course, not everyone loves the word failing, right? But I'm just thinking about it in terms of like making it a, a little bit less of a scary word. Yeah. If you didn't take the action, you wouldn't know like, oh, wait, I don't, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this doesn't feel good. Or right. I don't feel good with this person. I don't want to move forward with that. Right. But the the faster you can figure that out, the more time and energy you save yourself actually in the long run. Yeah. Because then like you said, you you start you are even more able to align towards what is actually a perfect fit for you. Yes. Because you you tried it and you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm moving on from this. It's mm-hmm. it's okay. It's not for me. Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What a fun conversation. <laughs> 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 you know, and we we already knew before we started that we had to be careful not to be here all day. <laughs> yeah. Talk about these things for hours between the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think lastly, if, if you can just encourage our listeners around this idea of of women really often needing permission mm. to seek what they desire or to embrace what they desire. You know, you and I both um, work with women who are very high-performing, high-achieving, ambitious. And sometimes even as they are achieving so much and performing so well, right, on kind of like a public stage, there are things, uh, needs, desires going unmet on the inside. And there may be a lot of uh, guilt, um, imposter syndrome, whatever it is that blocks them from really embracing their desires wholeheartedly or embracing opportunities to put themselves first. Mm. So I'm curious what you would offer to someone listening who, who feels that like they, they perform well on the outside, but they are, they're engaging in some self neglect, you know, internally. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good question. I think what comes up for me first is like, what does giving yourself permission look like? Yeah, Because I think, and I know for myself, that the tendency or this idea of needing permission comes from the outside, right? It's this like validation we need from somebody else or something to be like, okay, I can do this now because this person just told me it's okay. Or um, yeah, or whatever it might be from the outside Mm -hmm. that's giving us permission or validating us. So Mm And that's okay. You know, I think at times it's supportive for us on the journey, but it's important Mm -hmm. to notice when you are like seeking that and then asking yourself, like, what would it look like for me to give myself permission? And like for myself, I started to get curious about what that might look like. And I I started to really notice when I was needing permission from my coach or needing permission from my family. Mm. Right. And it was in the beginning, even saying things to my coach, like, I'm really noticing that I want your validation on this. And, um, but I'm going to speak this, speak up about it. And, share that like I'm catching myself in this but that I do still want your advice here right so 
So it's okay to do that. But knowing, I think just speaking that out gives yourself permission to be like, it's okay to still seek support. And then that's like a nuance too, right? When you're really like, I need somebody else to give me that permission or when you can just say, hey, like I, I do need support right now and that's okay too. But always like going inside and saying like, what, what do I need right now? And how, what would giving myself permission look like, not from the outside world, but just for myself. And, and for me, that's been like asking myself that and saying like, oh, okay, like what if I did lean into this, that feels scary for me to just do it on my own versus have somebody validating me from the outside. And it feels risky right? It can sometimes feel really risky, but when we can lean into that, there's so much empowerment that can arise from that place when we can just start to give our own self like that self-love of, hey, I can do this on my own. Hey, I can can be there for myself. And I can also share when I'm feeling vulnerable and when I might be like, hey, I feel like I need your validation, but I'm just going to ask this anyway and see what you think. And then knowing that the outside world might not give you the permission that you want all the time either. And then that's validating for you as well. So sometimes we ask the outside world so that we get more clarity of what we really want for ourselves and the permission we need Mm. to give to ourselves. So yeah, yeah, there's no like linear path here. It's all very nuanced. And I think what's important is that there's a check-in with the body and the experience internally. And I think as long as you're clear on that, be free to have permission to just practice expressing yourself. And that, and that, that part alone, I think is will give you freedom, will give you empowerment, mm-hmm. is like a really deep place of self-love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank mm. you for that. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> I know we could so, talk for uh, literal I hours. Know. <laughs> I know. Um, but I think that's a great place to end. I, I, you know, um, you know, please consider for yourself, dear, dear, lovely listener, um, if there's a way that you can check in and evaluate when, where and when you are seeking that permission and that validation, uh, practice naming it out loud, just owning that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, evaluating the information that you get back from that outside source and seeing does it even line up with what you think and feel on the inside? Because right? mm-hmm. just like Cassandra was saying, like it might give you feedback. And sometimes I know for me, there's been occasions where that feedback is, oh, okay, I didn't get the validation, but I the, I know this thing so deeply in me. Like I, I'm, I'm not even, I haven't wavered yet, mm-hmm. <laughs> even without the outside validation. Mm-hmm. So I know I need to just proceed anyway. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the clarity that you get from yes. just pausing and evaluating that information. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
So well said. Cassandra, gosh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, where can folks find you online if they're resonating with what you're saying and, and want to know more about you? Yeah. So I am coaching with Cass pretty much everywhere online. I show up a lot on Instagram. So you can follow me at coaching with Cass. My website is coachingwithcass.com. And on the website, you can see I host free monthly webinars where you can come and have an experience with me. And I teach quite a tangible, valuable practice that you can leave with every time to support you on your embodiment journey or enchantment journey and really connecting mm -hmm. deeper with the things you want in this life. And yeah, it's always a great opportunity for sharing and experiencing together, maybe getting a little one-on-one -on -one coaching. I really love for it to be like an open um, circle kind of experience where lots of people share. And yeah, so if that resonates with you, come join and we'd love to meet you. And yeah, thank you for tuning in. So grateful. Yeah. Thank you so much, Linda, for having me. I'm really loving and loved this entire conversation. So thank you. Yes, my pleasure. My pleasure. Absolutely. Well, be sure to uh, go follow Cassandra. Um, and learn more about her if if this is resonating for you. And um, be sure to tune in next time for the self-love skills. Yeah. Oh, and of course, I'm going to be one of the speakers on yes. the summit. So I'm well, so excited uh, about that. And definitely just another drop for make sure you sign up for the summit. <laughs> uh -huh. Yes, the Joy Reclaimed Summit. Yes. It's all there for you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Cassandra. So enjoy the rest of your day up there in Toronto. And Thank I'm you. sure we will connect again. Yes. Blessings. Bye. You hung with me to the end, my Shiro. If you benefited from this episode, please say thanks by leaving a wonderful review. It helps me know what's helping you the most and allows more like-minded women to find and learn from this podcast. We don't want to keep all the good stuff for ourselves. See you next time.